Hi, I'm Karen Cashin, CEO of Tech Alpharetta, and this is Tech Alpharetta's podcast series, Driving Innovation, where we explore the people and companies that are driving innovation in, in the city of Alpharetta and the surrounding area. And today I'm excited to have with us as our guest, Tuff Yen, founder of Serif Group and Serif Research Foundation. Welcome, Tuff. Nice to be here, Karen. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks. Happy to have you here today and really interested in talking about uh, what you're working on now and uh, the fund that you formed a number of years ago that's uh, really national and, and beyond uh, VC fund. So let's start off by hearing about Serif Group. Okay, great. Well, Serif Group was founded in 2004 with a purpose of bringing together successful people to create wealth. That's the mission. In particularly, we bring people from all different walks of life who shares a passion for funding and innovation. And through our own unique system, we invest in startup company on a C stage, uh, where we write check between half million to million dollar, which we believe that was in shortage. And now that we've been uh, operation for 17 years, I am uh, delighted to, s to say that we are now the largest national angel fund group with investors in about 135 cities, uh, even include Asia, Europe, and we have funded over 130 companies, about $150 million. That's fantastic. Congratulations. And so that's the, the angel side, the seed stage side that, that you're looking at. Is it primarily or exclusively tech companies? Uh, yes. When we first started this, we believe in all different kinds of um, entrepreneurship could be successful. Uh, we did early on uh, do consumer product and other areas are non-tech oriented, but we have found uh, investing in that area has been pretty challenging based on um, the unique market characteristics. So the group came together and decided we only do tech, which includes meta devices, software, uh, aerospace, telecommunication, pretty much across the spectrum. Uh, we take a diversified portfolio uh, approach uh, because we think innovation come in different waves and some were long-lasting, some will be flavored of the year. An opportunity to uh, generate return uh, exists in many different areas. So, you know, we're um, very um, open to uh, any ideas uh, in from robotics to building the next rocket to uh, submarine technology to uh, hypersonic jet engine across the board. Yeah, that is highly diverse. And yeah. it's interesting to me that you mentioned uh, med device because that in, in many ways is sort of its own animal. And a lot of times um, you don't find investors um, and, and funds that will invest in med device as well as other tech. It's usually one or the other. I'm interested in hearing from you. How do you, um, how would you characterize a, with a med device company, seed, seed stage could look very different than a B2B software, uh, software as a service company, right? Seed yes. stage. Um, the med device trajectory of growth is, is much, much slower, right, because of the regulatory right. requirements. Yeah, well, you know, every different industry has its own unique characteristics of how value is being created, you know, how sales are done, how the uh, intellectual properties, and med devices has its own characteristic. It's an industry that um, um, allows few mistakes because it deals with people's life right. and a significant regulatory uh, requirement to get it into the market. So that path is pretty well defined. And so building a med device company, the way to fund the company, the valuation, the team, the market penetration, the reimbursement, all that unique uh, requirement needs to be well understood before they fund the company. 
And unlike the backing consumers, uh, internet or an app or right. software company, that is, a, it's just a different structure. So I would say that uh, med devices is a great area to go in because, uh, contrary to what a lot of people who are not fluent in this area, uh, we are moving rapidly in you know changes in healthcare delivery. Right. Okay? Um, you know, where 10, 15 years ago, it was just a device, but now the device are combined with intelligence, with connectivity, with right. communication, consumerization. Uh, it's a huge op- opportunity. So I think now is even better time to invest in the device than 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So how many investors are involved with uh, the angel side of uh, Serif Group? The unique thing about Serif, unlike any other venture firm, where the traditional venture firm, you have a number of general partners, very successful, skilled, that came together, raised money from institution, family office, or ultra high net worth people. And the intellectual asset of the firm is the three partners. Okay, the other investor generally silent and passive. Uh, Sarah was unique design in a way that we believe there's a lot of different uh, people who are experienced in starting company, mentoring company, managing company. So we bring investors who can bring a lot of value to the investment. Uh, they each of them represent a node of value chain. They bring deal flow. They help the general partner management to evaluate the industry. Uh, all case in point, um, if we have someone to bring in a fiber optic or broadband, uh, we will have investors, a former president of Bell Lab, and mm-hmm. who has a lot of network people understand that. So by adding investors that are uh, 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 value added, and we now grow to 400 plus, uh, the brain trust behind this group far exceeded one or two or three general partners' uh, uh, capacity. And I think that uh, allow us to be successful where we are today, that contribute in large part to what, how, we, you know, how we've been successful today. So more than 400 investors, wow. And uh, so really, in a sense, what you're saying is uh, many, if not most of the investors are subject matter experts in their own right. So yes. they are bringing that with them as part of the investing equation to help when it comes to uh, you know, vetting certain opportunities. Yes, yes, I think subject matter is a much better phrase than I, I came up with. But for example, we have foremost, uh, invent, we have the inventor at Apple QuickTime, who is an expert in streaming technology. Uh, we have uh, S- chief technology officer of some Snapchat, who is really fluent on how to build consumer app and tracking metrics. Uh, we have foremost CEO of General Electric um, uh, Healthcare Division, who knows everything about MRR, uh, you know, scanning machines and infrared, all that in the industry knowledge. So the such a matter adds up to a big uh, value add for our investment. Yeah, what a tremendous knowledge bank yeah. that you have. So how do you find the investors to participate? Well, you know, uh, it is uh, still the old-fashioned way. Um, is through relationship, uh, through outreach. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur like everybody else, right? So when I came up with this idea, I had to go talk to people and share the idea that I believe this is a good, business, uh, a good model of which you can make good return as an angel investor. So one by one, you know, those who believe in this mission, believe what we're doing, who has an interest in doing this, and join. It took 17 years to get to where we are today. So it's, right. uh, um, and, and this is the same thing I learned when I first started a company. Be patient. Get your message out. Be very clear to what you're doing. Uh, you will find partners who believe in that, and that's how we have grown to where we are today. 
So uh, heavily relationship driven. Uh, network yes, driven. Uh, referral relationship. Yes. Okay, uh, and is there also a venture side uh, to Seraph Group? Do you do venture investing in addition to angel investing, or uh, do you yeah. have separate funds? Well, um, we we started this company because uh, back in two thousand three, two thousand four, there weren't a lot of seed capital, right? Um, and there were angel groups out there, but the um, what we learned from many angel groups is they they have some process in place, their size of checks uh, doesn't always meet the market demand. So we established a fund-based angel group versus a passing the hat. That was one differentiating point. Second, we specialize writing check between half million to a million and a half, which often can lead to a you know significant uh, portion of the first round of capital. Uh, the venture side, which was supplied by a venture capital firm, you know what we do is when our portfolio comes to progress. We connect them with a lead venture capital firm from a third party, okay. and then we continue to support them and invest along with the lead investor because our check size are usually smaller than the larger venture capital firm. So we do continue to follow and invest in the company, but we rarely lead that. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's a that's a good system, um, and, and it makes complete sense. And so, how do the opportunities find you all? Well, you know. It, Takes, um, it takes years of investment in relationship. Uh, you find me going to Berkeley, Stanford, you know, UGA or Georgia Tech, Carnegie Mellon, MIT Lab, and I go visiting the professors. I talk to the incubators. I talk to portfolio company. Um, a lot of coffee shop conversation, a lot of lab visiting, and, and that just takes time. And right. so if you're interested in the area, identify where the smartest people are. Uh, and you go there, you know, and you introduce yourself and get involved, uh, be supportive, and that's how people find you. And and that's what I think. This is really a full time job Absolutely. for for people to do this thing, and and it takes a lot of uh, investment uh, to establish a relationship with leading universities and research center and and and, and um, accelerators. And would you say that um, most of the the opportunities, most of the startups that come calling and, and looking for funding are um, as a result of those relationships that you've developed with incubators, universities, and yes, most of the. I would I would break down our investment initially when I first started the firm. Probably forty fifty percent of the investment opportunity came from our investors because they were connected industry. They are hit up by other people for money. And they will always refer to me. Over time, as we have invested uh, 120 some portfolio company and more, then our portfolio founders who have grown cash out, and they tell the other entrepreneurs, "Hey, Sarah was one of our better investors. You should go talk to them." So the number percentage of the referral come from our per- formal portfolio or current portfolio company now have account for close to probably 40 percent of the referral. The other 34 percent came from my own personal network. Uh-huh. Um, and um, and that's kind of breakdown. About five percent, ten percent come from uh, leading incubators. Okay, right. so because there's many of them, and um, and we we we've looked at that approach as better through selectively uh, building relationship with certain incubators that we believe are much better than the others. Okay. Um, and and, um, and it sounds like uh, you're geographically agnostic. Yes. Opportunities can come from anywhere. Yeah. This is really important um, aspect. 
But when I look at starting this company, um, angel investor, by definition, they're very local. They're very community-driven. Uh, they want to support the entrepreneur in the community. That's all great, and that should be a, a main objective. But at the same time, from an investment standpoint, you do need to look at what is the best risk and reward um, design. And uh, angel investing, uh, based on what I have known, that uh, about 30, you will lose 34% of the investment if you're pretty good. And what I've heard from people who are not very good, they lose probably 50-60%. So if you invest 10 company, you're going to lose 3 or 4, and you have the other 5 or 6 that are, you know, uh, that doesn't die, that don't die, and you get about, you know, 4 or 5 of them make 2, 3, 4 times your money, but you need a couple of them make 10, 20, 30, 40 times your money in order to average out. So it's a numbers game, you know, and so... You have to be able to cast your net wider to see where the highest density of high return deals and balance it where the area that historically doesn't have as many of this high, uh, high, uh, high return deal in order to make the math work and attractive. So when we look at that, that was one of the challenges of many regional angel groups that are only invest in a community where their community, community didn't generate a lot of high return deals and that kind of hurt their financial return. So we build a national firm so you can live in Key West, you can be living in uh, Burlington, Vermont, you can still access investment in Georgia or in Silicon Valley because that's where I have the deal for sources. And we're the only one in the country that does this. And the results of over seven years have proven that uh, our model works, that uh, if you can get access to deal from whether uh, Robotics from Carnegie Mellon, uh, media from MIT, you know, or Stanford from Biotech, and and that's uh, a more prudent approach than just only investing in your backyard. Um, if your community does not have a high frequency of high return deals, right? Well, and the, and they also say that innovation happens everywhere. Yes, it, yes. it's it's not exactly. limited to to just a you know a few large cities in in the United States. Yes, absolutely, and uh, you see more migration, you see innovation uh, uh, popping up, different things, and you see venture capital firms establish funds specifically invested in secondary cities where more and more American moving. And over the next ten years, uh, the techno uh, the technology changes are enabling company to work remotely. So now. You can have people in the middle of nowhere, a great group of people creating company. You no, lo- no longer right. have to be in the hardest every area. That's a trend okay, that will increasingly more uh, in the next 10, 20 years. And when we get the elect- uh, electric air taxi invented, yes. and that's going to be even more of an impact. So uh, we're, not, you know, we're not just focusing on only several tech centers. Great. Um, and... You've also recently founded a, a nonprofit organization. Tell, tell me a little bit about yes. that. So after doing this for 17 years and being venture capital, you know, total of 28 years, and you, get, you got to the point you wanted to look at the, uh, uh, the mission, you know, my, my mission. Right. Besides doing what I love, making investment, what else can I do to help, right? And I recognize that there, is, there has been so much resources that went into, and there will be more resources going to, helping the entrepreneur side. Incubator, accelerators, uh, mentor network, there's many of them helping entrepreneurs build companies because it's very challenging. Um, but there's almost no resource going into getting more angel investors in the market. It's undeniable America, the central innovation and the acceleration and, and the number of uh, startup companies will only increase 
versus decrease. Well, there's a demand for capital uh, growing Huge. rapidly, but then the supply of capital hasn't grown as much as a fast. Uh, people argue about uh, what supply capital. I do think that there's uh, the angel community or C capital uh, uh, demand has not been met. Even many good quality company that could have a fighting chance and have a hard time finding capital just because of where they are. And so the Sarah Research Foundation was created to create an economic impact by focusing on providing education workshop to help the supply side of capital. Um, we want to invite a lot of the credit investors to say, hey, if you haven't done this before, our research shows that there are 13 million families in America that qualify as a credit investor. Only about four to 500,000 are currently involved in investing in startup company. Oh, okay. So we're at the beginning of a long tail where I, where I think that um, many people don't know this whole area. Um, and so we wanted to put our resource behind providing an educating workshop. We're signing up partnership with six South different states, and we're right. going to start going across the nation. We're picking cities where uh, they think that having an angel investment group or more angel uh, investors is good for them, provide a supply. So the nonprofit foundation was really an education outreach workshop to get people trained and understand what's involved. So they don't no longer have the negative um, impression about investing in startup company. Right. And we have the data to back it up because we have 17 history, uh, and we can show the data that if you do it a certain way, uh, you can be very, very successful. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's fantastic. Um, not only are, are you going to be uh, filling a tremendous gap, educational gap, for people that might be interested in, in investing in startups but don't know how to get in, into it and where to start, um, but also the end result is you're helping the startups because you're increasing the amount of capital available and being invested in them. Yeah. I think every community that has the entrepreneurship should have some form of angel investor group. Um, and not only that, we want to make a, a, a special outreach to women, minority, or what we call a non-tech community people. This is really important. Historically, those, uh, those of us who invest in tech were part of the community either we went to a good school, we're part of a tech entrepreneurship company, but the mass majority of American credit investors, they may not be connected to that. Right. Let's case in point, let's say in Georgia, they're not UGA grad, they're not Georgia Tech grad. They're good Americans who have the business, they're somewhere in the suburb, elsewhere, logistic company, a warehouse company, they all qualify. Right. But no one's ever invited them. No one's ever told them, this is a way to do it, this is what you can learn, this is how you can be profitable. And and that means that we, uh, which means that we want to break that barrier. There's no myth about what we're doing. True inclusiveness is when you bring people in to learn what you're doing and give them the opportunity to practice what you're practicing. Love it. So that should be not just economic level, but we also have to go reach out to people who, you know, who are not connected. And we want to make special effort to women investors um, and minority. So a lot of work to be done. Yeah, 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 but uh, I love what you're doing, and um, I know we're almost out of time here, but I, but I have to uh, give a shout-out as well to the fact that uh, you're, you're now looking into starting a potential North Fulton Angel Group. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm moving here in about a month uh, from downtown Excellent. Atlanta, and I want to find if they're like-minded, uh, high-net-worthy individuals, successful executive, public company, C-level executives, and other you know, uh, all walks of life, whether you're in real estate, entertainment, other areas, or sports, or uh, running a tech company. 
you may have an interest in investing startup company nationwide, and but also invest here locally in the Alpharetta overlooking the next 10, 15 years. I'm inviting another you know, 20, 30 founding members. So if you heard this message, you're interested, please contact us. Um, I think you will find what we are doing fascinating, profitably, and very rewarding. Wow, that's that's really exciting. There's so much innovation happening right out here in, in Alpharetta, in the suburbs, in the North Fulton area. So I love that you're, you see the promise here and, and are opening it up and offering opportunities for people to get involved. Yeah, you'll see, my, you'll see me in the Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to be here. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, Tuff, thank you so much for joining us here today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. It's uh, uh, really a uh, pleasure is all mine. Absolutely, and uh, welcome to the area. Well, I look forward to it. Thanks.